0: Hi there. Welcome to Mission Audition. I'm Stephanie Cicerelli. And I'm Juliana Lance. And today is a very special episode. I am actually at Lotus Productions on Broadway in New York City in Manhattan with my good friend Jim Canelli. Thank you so much, Jim, for having us here at Lotus.
1: Well, thank you, uh, Stephanie. It's a pleasure to welcome you guys to Lotus Productions. Uh, You have a great podcast going here, Mission Audition. I've listened to a number of the episodes, so I'm very happy to be on it.
0: So, Jim, why don't you tell our audience a bit about yourself and about Lotus Productions?
1: I've been in the voiceover business since the 1980s. It's been an exciting business to be in. At Lotus Production. we cast, produce, and direct voiceovers every day. We work globally. We hire announcers all around the world. We sort of specialize in the globalization of spots, and that will take one spot and do it in 15, 16 languages. But we always try to create an environment here that's pro-talent, talent drive this industry. So we're always trying to level the playing field and hire people all over the place. And we're always looking for new talent. So one of the reasons why I'm happy to be on the podcast today is to listen to some voices and maybe meet some new talent and uh, get them involved in in our productions.
2: So Jim, your points of view seem like they come from a lot of experience, a lot of background with this. Could you give us a little bit of insight into where you're coming from and then maybe also tell us a little bit about why the style of of VO is important for the future of the industry?
1: Sure, it's a great question. We always like to follow the trends, follow technology here at Lotus Productions. It's always been an interest of mine. Uh, I try to keep my geek side on the down low, but it's there. And we've succeeded as a company, or we've helped uh, other talents succeed, in that we always follow the trends. We look for advances in voiceover. Kind of what I pointed to, voiceover is always about people sharing their best ideas one to another. That's a wonderful privilege that we have to be in this business. Whether we're communicating a new drug or we're communicating bullying in school or we're communicating uh, much simpler ideas like Tri-Valley Honda dealers have a sale on Memorial Day or you can buy furniture and the delivery is free, these are still your clients' best ideas. So the new platforms that are coming, these home devices, right away caught my attention going back two, three years. It's a whole new world of clients. It's not a world of advertising agencies and marketing companies. These are new individual companies that create these skills, and a lot of them don't understand the voiceover industry. They don't know how to cast people. They are like, if I send you some copy, you can get me 20-year-old women who sound like housewives? And I'm like, yeah, in an hour, I can get you (laughs) that. Before I leave this table, I can get you those voices. It's all of our responsibility to uh, start to educate these people on how to cast voices and the difference of voices uh how quickly voices can help them because this part of the industry is all going to be about speed. The data coming back from these prompts are going to be so quickly received by the brands that they're going to reach out to the talents and be like, "You got to read these ten lines right now." To create this new industry, there's going to be so many redos. One of our sayings here at Lotus Productions is, "If it wasn't for redos, there'd only be half an industry." So when we <laughs> when you look when you look into uh, voice first skills the learning curve to make it seem like a human being is talking to you and not a robot. There's just going to be endless redos and redos. And in that, we can all be successful, learn a lot, but we can also be successful. So that's why I jumped into uh, AI and CUI and VUI and all those terms right away. It just personally interested
0: me. So the episode is about something new. So if any of you have Google Home or Alexa you know, in your kitchen or what have you, you'll really love this. If any of you've been trying to find a way to get into this line of work where you can be the voice of an Alexa skill, that's what we're going to be talking about today. So many of us have Alexa or a Google Home and uh, just thinking here that you need to understand what the purpose of, of these devices are and, and what the voices and the skills are meant to do. And they're really meant to engage with people. So as I talk about the spec here, I'm just going to go into a little bit of detail. The company or the brand name that we've made up for this script is Family Feast to Go. And this is a service specifically geared toward families and individuals who want to order in larger quantities because, frankly, they don't want to make lunch the next day either. They want to be able to bring it to work. So you'll notice as we go through the scripts that there are four, six, eight portions. That's just how we've designed this. Now, the brand voice needs to really connect with the audience. And, you know, this is a voice that is going to be talking to them. They will never have a situation where they're talking to somebody from this company where they've walked in. This is literally, you know, you order for pickup, Or it's a delivery situation. This is not a sit down. You don't have that. Let's build a relationship over years and bring the whole family in for for dinners on Friday night. The main demographic, of course, are likely parents. So again, just to reiterate, family feast to go. It's a company. We're looking for a middle-aged voice, male or female. The category is internet. Of course, we know this is a skill for a device, a smart speaker. And the accent is general US. I'm going to throw now to Juliana because she's got all the details on that script. How about it, Jules? Sure. Thanks, Stephanie. The
2: right voice for this Alexa skill is a friendly voice that appears to remember the customer each time the skill is launched. However, our brand voice also needs to embody our values and sound like our target demographic, which is elder millennials think to income households who are busy with work and want to give their kids a delicious family focused meal. For this job, we're looking for someone who's middle aged. However, consider the age range to be approximately 35 to 45. And the tone of the voice should convey warmth with a caring smile, and approachable down-to-earth tone. Good That's a dis- tall order.
1: That's an excellent yeah. description, though. So often when you're auditioning for projects, you don't get such detailed notes. You have to sort of create a world of yourself. But let's see how these voices follow that direction. If they followed the spec, if they showed some variety, it might be very interesting.
0: All right. Well, let's roll that first audition.
1: Hey there. It's good to hear from you again. Ready to order? Please choose one of the following meals. The chicken meal, the vegetarian meal, the gluten-free meal. Okay. Thanks for choosing the chicken meal. Please let me know which serving option you'd like from the following list. Four servings, six servings, eight servings. Great. I've got you down for eight servings of the chicken meal.
0: That was epic. <laughs> okay, Jim. Well, there's our first audition. What do you think?
1: All right. Well, for me, a little bit overprocessed in the recording. As I listen back to it, there's in a moment where I might think, uh, I'm not quite sure what this person's studio is going to sound like. If I move them out of that studio, put them in a different studio, particularly when you're looking at like an Alexa or a Google skill, it's a project that has great length usually. So we're going to be very concerned about the recording environment. For me, even though it was a very nice read, a talented person, probably a little too old for family restaurant audience, but you know, he certainly had the uh, sort of direct vibe. It didn't really have a personality that might match the spec where it's a family sort of restaurant, but uh, certainly uh, a nice read, not overly delicious in any way. But a nice read.
0: As I was writing just the kind of script, I'm like, you know, if there was a problem that needed to be solved, what could it be? And and writing an Alexa skill is not easy. You have to think of who that audience is, what their pain point is, how you can relate to them, and then give them all these options in a logical way. And he delivered the script very well. As you said, Jim, who is the audience who is talking to this? And I wrote this script thinking of just what do people who are trying to make it work for their family, like what are they thinking, what are they feeling at that time? And and who is is going to be that person generally asking Alexa for help. I'm not sure if it would be more women than men asking for help, but I know that I would use this.
1: Right. So, <laughs> Very good. so I
0: thought about that. This definitely is a good read, perhaps not the right voice for the skill, mm-hmm. but we have to think, well, what is the brand, right? right. You know, like who is this company and, and what is it that they want to share and, and who is that voice that they have in their head?
1: Right. The, and importantly, the question and response experience for Alexa, Alexa skill developers, is the brand wants information. What questions are my consumers going to ask me? The creation of that script and then the delivery to make you respond more is key. And obviously, if you're creating a sonic identity for your brand, you want them to like this person. You want them to be attracted to this person because you constantly want to get more information out of them. So let's see what the next voice sounds like. Hey there.
0: It's good to hear from you again. Ready to order? Please choose one of the following meals. The chicken meal. The vegetarian meal. The gluten-free meal. Okay, thanks for choosing the chicken meal. Please let me know which serving option you would like from the following list. Four servings. Six servings. Eight servings. Great. I've got you down for eight servings of the chicken meal.
1: All right, a little closer to the spec maybe. Again, a nice recording, no problem there. For me, a little on the dreamy, breathy side. Nothing wrong with that quality, but my Alexa friend may not be that person. For me, if I was auditioning for my clients, I'd be like, okay, let's t- take this person, put her on the side. She's really good. We're probably going to send her forward. So, uh, you know, I'm interested in what other people might sound like. But to me, I like, oh, that's a winner. Let's hold on to that one.
2: Would you give her any feedback about how to take down the breathiness or what direction she could have taken this in to sound a little bit more like what you were thinking?
1: I think that's probably more her style. It's probably who she is. And certainly when you're casting Alexa skill or a Google action, you want the authentic person. You really want his or her sound. You don't want to have to contrive it over a long experience. So, I wouldn't overly direct her uh, in in that. Hey, you got to take that breathiness out. Or she could maybe be a little less dreamy, a little more like real person, a little more authentic. You I know, mean, I'm sure she could make that jump as an actress. If we had the time to give people feedback, we might give them feedback. But you know, in an audition world, the speed of the industry makes us like, hey, good try, but as same as as you guys cast. We're going to keep that there as someone that we like, and maybe we'll find someone a little less breathy down the road, but we'll give our client an option to hear someone that has a little different technique.
2: That brings up a good point, too, is that you can't look to clients to give you feedback. That's not their job. However, you can work with a coach who can work with you with your audition so they can give you that feedback for you to not be breathy on this one and to think like that. So just keep in mind that if you're struggling, the best thing to go to is not to look to clients to give you feedback, but it's to go to a professional like a coach.
0: Something I liked about her read, because it was more upbeat and certainly fit the spec a bit better, was that I knew that she was pausing. I knew that there was some answer in between her talking to the individual who's using the Alexa. It was very exciting to know that someone could actually put themselves in that place where they're having that conversation and anticipating the response. Absolutely.
1: Let's rock on.
0: Hey there, it's good to hear from you again. Ready to order? Please choose from one of the following meals. The chicken meal, the vegetarian meal, the gluten-free meal. Okay. Thanks for choosing the chicken meal. Please let me know which serving option you would like from the following list. Four servings, six servings, eight servings. Great. I've got you down for eight servings of the chicken meal.
1: All right. Again, another very good read, probably a little, uh, not to judge too much, but a little older than the uh, previous voice we just heard. I like the snap to her responses when she first starts in. She's sort of like, great. Good news. These are important because you want to stimulate a conversation. I think as the prompt moved along, it got a little more on the robotic side. Alexa skills are robotic enough, so you don't want to be robotic in your read in any way. So I, I kind of felt like this person's individual read got a little robotic as the sentences opened up. If it was my company, I'd be like, eh, maybe not. But it's certainly closer to where I'd like it to be as far as enthusiasm and a positive vibe.
0: Could you share a little bit more about why that connection is so important between the person whose voice is coming out of one of these devices and the individual they're interacting with?
1: It's important for brands because... It's in the home. It's in your car. It's such a personal experience, much like this podcast experience. People don't listen to podcasts in a room full of 20 people. It's a one-on-one experience. So again, when you're creating a performance, when you're auditioning, you want it to be very personal. You want it to be direct. One of the wonderful things about being human is that we can build things together. So... As human beings, I'm in your house, I'm talking to you. Let's figure you want to order dinner today. This is what this is all about, this project. How am I going to help you order dinner? You you got to solve this problem every day. So now we're going to make shortcuts by being your friends. So you want to come across friendly, you want to come across positive. It's as if the robot's listening to you. These are difficult things to create, but this is an interesting moment in the industry because all of us together, we're going to have an opportunity. The industry's just going to expand. It's a wonderful opportunity to start to define what this new platform is going to be like. Again, it has to be personal. It has to be direct. You're creating friendship with the brand.
0: I also like that we're solving a problem. There are entire tutorials mm-hmm. where it tells you how to script conversationally and right. what to do and best practices. And as you've said, everyone is learning right now. There are conferences that people are exploring these topics right now. So right. we're happy to bring you this very timely and forward-thinking yes. podcast. Yeah, it's,
1: it's a great moment to be in the industry. It's an expanding moment. We're going to have the responsibility to develop this platform, just like in the late 20s, Or early 30s radio exploded onto the market everybody brought it into their homes but they really didn't know what to do with it but there was a generation of men and women who came together and created ways to sell things to entertain people and we're in the exact same moment right now it's a wonderful time
0: let's listen to audition number four hey there it's good to hear from you again ready to order
2: please choose one of the following meals the chicken meal the vegetarian meal The gluten-free meal. Okay, thanks for choosing the chicken meal. Please let me know which serving option you would like from the following list. Four servings, six servings, eight servings. Great. I've got you down for eight servings of the chicken meal. I almost feel like if I was really frantic trying to get dinner together because I just had a long day, this voice would calm me down (laughs) and mellow me out. It was lovely to listen to.
0: <laughs> I thought you were going to say you just wanted them to get to the options. That <laughs> 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 It's funny, personalities are different, right? Like you were thinking, yeah. oh, she's relaxing me. I can totally right. do this dinner <laughs> thing. And <laughs> I'm like, tell me what's for dinner. Tell me what's for <laughs> dinner. You know?
1: To me, it was like maybe a little too cold. Food is something that people love food. So you you probably have to, as a brand, I'd want it to be a little more excited about my food. I'm still listening for someone to sell the food itself to make the food sound appetizing. They're sort of reading a list of, do you want green A, do you want blue B? And it's chicken, it's meat, you wanna talk about it, make it sound a little delicious without going overboard. And everybody so far has been like kinda cold on the food and so I'm kinda listening as a producer, who's gonna sell food and at least go forward a little bit and in the session I might pull you back, but at least I know you can go forward. So sometimes in an audition world, it's okay to be a little bigger than you might wanna be because as a producer, director, we all know, okay, I can bring this actress back but I'm not quite sure if I can push her out. So sometimes you might do one or two takes, you might have one take that's a little farther out to show like, hey, my range.
0: What you're saying then, Jim, is to encourage someone to do more than one take because if we live in the fast paced <laughs> world of auditions too, yes. right, as we said earlier. So right. someone might not give a talent another chance to be called back, so to speak, in the online world. But I think that there is opportunity if someone has ears like yours, Jim, and they're like, I totally know I can bring this person out of their shell, it's gonna be awesome. I guess it's when you hear them going overboard doing a little too much that you know you can pull them back right so in that case if you are taking a bit more of a risk then take it on the go big or go home, not on the I'm going to hold back.
1: What happens a lot when you go right in the middle, there are 10, 20, 30 auditions that are right in the middle. There's so many talented people in the voiceover business. So Mm -hmm. what you're trying to pop out of that audition, you're trying to give something a little extra, whether it's, you know, maybe you can't improv on an Alexa skill, but you can show that your personality has a little, some range. So you should always audition a little broader, a little bigger. Because most people know they can pull an actor back.
2: And to give you a tip from a site process, if you want to do two auditions, you need to let the client know up front that you're doing two. So you need to slate two takes, And then read 10 seconds of the first audition, pause, read 10 seconds of the second audition.
1: But be certain they're different, one from the other.
0: Yes, (laughs) definitely. Because to listen
1: to two of the same takes doesn't help me.
0: No, (laughs) No. and all in the same file. Sorry, I just want to make sure everyone (laughs) knows that when we say two auditions, it's like two takes within the same file because you can only upload one. One. (laughs) Well, and remember, too, from what Jim's
2: talking about when you're a little bit extra, that first couple of seconds is your opportunity to catch the client's attention. So you can't build up to that intensity. you got to start and then come on down so you keep them listening and you pull them in.
1: Exactly right. All right, let's go to the next. Hey there, it's good to hear from you again. Ready to order? Please choose one of the following meals. The chicken meal. The vegetarian meal. The gluten-free meal. Okay, thanks for choosing the chicken meal. Please let me know which serving option you would like from the following list. Four servings. Six servings eight servings. Great, I've got you down for eight servings of the chicken meal. So now, here's the fun part in casting, and maybe if you're playing at home, that was really good. And uh, when we cast here at uh, Lotus Productions, we always talk, it's like a vibration, like a chord. You just hear it. You know it right away. Human beings are all about vibration. Audio's all about vibration. I really think casting is connected to that. You just hear the voice, and people just know it in the room. It just pops out. It was pleasant enough. It had my attention. The voice seemed in control to me. It wasn't like I'm dealing with someone who doesn't know what they're talking about when it comes to delivering chicken to my house. But it was also, it moved along. It wasn't draggy in any way. So here is an efficient but pleasant positive-sounding voice, and still uh, authentic, not too robotic in any way, not to gush too much. But wait, there's more. But what did you guys think? What is, what <laughs> I just think Tim
0: <laughs> getting ahead of us here. <laughs> what,
1: did, what? Somebody else could top that. What did you guys think?
0: I loved the read for a lot of the same reasons you did. I could hear her saying that over and over and over again to me, which I think is another good skill right. that it's a listenable voice, but it's also not obnoxious. It's not something that you're going to be like, oh, no, I've just launched the Alexa skill for my hungry meal right. restaurant. Wrong, whatever. <laughs> My goodness, do I hate using that thing, but I love right. the food it brings me. So, yes. <laughs> um, you know, you don't want to go there. And this is another one of these places where for better or for worse, or right or wrong, data shows and certainly anecdotal experience is showing that this is the realm of the female voice. So what are your thoughts on that?
1: Well, oh, I think it's exactly right. Women get cast in these roles over and over and over again. We see it in e-lessons we see it in tutorial work we just see the the casting of female voices over and over again obviously uh that's a trend that has been going on for a while certainly it's a trend that i think is great i think it goes back to the nature of like growing up as a child if you had that experience where you had a mother talking to you in your home or some sort of female In your home, that helps you, whether it's a grandparent or someone else, an aunt. There's sort of a calming, reassuring value that comes out of a female narration. If you're a a young woman or a a woman who has a little more experience in the business, it's your time, and you can do really well. And obviously, my experience in voiceovers is a little longer. And, you know, I started in a world that had these deep, strong male announcers, and they ruled the show. Their day ended quite a while ago. Women have been popular in voiceover Mm for a long time now.
2: Every year, we put out reports on what we're finding from the massive amounts of jobs and the data that's being posted on our site. Last year, we put out a report called The Future is Female because we've noticed a rise in the number of female jobs. Mm -hmm. Not that there's a decrease in the number of male jobs by any means, but there has been far more female jobs posted in the last couple of years than before that. And I mean, we've got over like, what, 15 years of data, Mm -hmm. Stephanie, that we are going back over. So it's It's really cool to see that happening. The future is female.
0: This really is the area where female voices are dominating. You know, you think about the first time you would have heard the female voice coming from a device. For a lot of people who are listening, it very well may have been Siri. This trend is definitely skewing more female. Ladies, you should be auditioning for these and you should definitely be learning about them. And coaches, you need to be training people on how to be relatable, and how to really maximize their voices for the space.
1: You know, read books about AI. There are books about how AI began. You can go back to the early beginning of a myth. Human beings have always had myths of statues talking to human beings. Humans have been fascinated with these machines talking to us and giving information. And now's the moment that we're going to create it. Besides being a woman and getting a nice job, uh, this is a a unique opportunity to uh, be involved in something that human beings have been telling stories about these things forever. And now we're going to live it. We're going to create these things and they're going to work for us and make our life simpler. It's It's a huge challenge which is great. It's great to have a huge challenge, but here's an opportunity to do something to make people's lives simpler.
0: Okay. Well, let's hear audition number six.
1: Prompt one.
2: Hey there. It's good to hear from you again. Ready to order? Please choose one of the following meals. The chicken meal, the vegetarian meal, the gluten-free meal. Prompt two. Okay. Thanks for choosing the chicken meal. Please let me know which serving option you would like from the following list. Four servings, six servings, eight servings. Prompt three, great, I've got you down for eight servings of the chicken meal.
1: All right, so now we have a guy in, very good. Again, a nice read, nice recording. You could use a male on this project if it's more like a personality. If it was like, you know, Uncle Mel's Chicken Shack and basically you're the voice of Uncle Mel's Chicken Shack and they might choose a guy to be that. This gentleman had a very nice read. He has sort of a character vibe in his read. But otherwise, I think we would probably go back towards a female voice.
2: Yeah, I just kind of felt like I don't know who this guy is. There's no personality there. It was just like he was reading the words off the paper. And that's the whole point of voiceover is that you bring these words to life. You have to put yourself in it. And yeah, it was just a little, I was like, okay,
0: let's, what? Keep going. Like, next word. Come on. Let's get me (laughs) through this. I'm bored. And he read the word prompt. Um, yeah. Prompted is, I you know it's one of those yeah. things where you just, it's kind of like Prompt if it said one. person one yeah. and then person one talks. Talks, yes. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's just one of those little oversights that if you're new to the business and auditioning, then understanding where it says a role or a step in a process is different from actually saying it out loud. It's just a learning curve and perhaps I could have scripted that better. What I was trying to show, though, was that there is a need for a pause in between. And perhaps if anyone here is posting a job for an Alexa skill, think about how that voice artist might interpret your script. If you have one of these devices in your home, find a skill and then you can interact with it and you practice with it and see what what happens. Like, oh, you want to talk to it and you say something? Well, what will it say back? There's a huge tree of, of all kinds of different phrases or words that someone could come back to, especially if it's in synthetic voice, which is different from what we're doing here today. This would be like a voice designed with specific prompts for a brand. They may update these every now and then because their menu will change. But for the most part, what we're looking at is just, okay, here's your script, human. (laughs) (laughs) You've got like, maybe there are 50 different prompts for an Alexa skill because there's a, it's like a choose your own adventure, right, Jim? Like someone might not pick the ideal straightest path that they could, possibly take that's easiest to get through the skill. They might have a number of different options or menus or preferences Mm -hmm. that they then go ahead with. So just be aware that although you're hearing 15 seconds or so. You know, these could be really big projects, as you had said before.
1: They use the word utterances. These are scripted utterances because the reactions, just the way we're having a conversation here between the three of us, these are quick comments that people share between one another. Obviously, there's no visual on these skills on these uh, home devices. It's actually a, a growing field. It's a field that I think lends itself natural to talent. You might put that in the back of your mind.
0: Well, I think we are now at our seventh audition, so let's give it a listen.
1: Let's see if he or she tops the charts. Reading for Family Feast to go. Hey there. It's good to hear from you again. Ready to order? Please choose one of the following meals. The chicken meal, the vegetarian meal, the gluten-free meal. Okay, thanks for choosing the chicken meal. Please let me know which serving option you would like from the following list. Four servings, six servings, eight servings. Great, I've got you down for eight servings of the chicken meal.
0: My dear audience, you are not actually hearing the entire read. We'll just be very open with you about this right now. The voice actress slated her name. And as we know, the show uh, features anonymous auditions, so we've gone ahead and we've, we've cut that slate off at the beginning. But Juliana, what else was happening that we should be telling people about? It's a great point to address that she introduced herself in the
2: script, and to be quite frank with you, that is not necessary. And in fact, introducing yourself like that can throw clients off because if you think about it, they've got a list of auditions and they've got this play button and they're going boom, 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 listen to each one. And they're trying to hear you say the same words one after the other to really find the one that matches the voice they pictured for this project. So if you throw them off kilter by doing this big intro, you really do take yourself out of the running. So best practice, jump right into the script, lots of energy to get started. No spaces, no slates. What did you think of the read, Jim?
1: Maybe my second favorite. It was also very good. Mm -hmm. I thought it was maybe a little too driven, but it's certainly very good. Overall, as a casting director, they sort of lacked the nuance, I think, to create a one-on-one vibe, which is important for uh, these skills, these home devices. The voices felt a little removed from the situation. You know, like in any project when you're doing voiceovers, you know, who am I speaking to? What's the market? Try to understand the product that you're talking about. What's the gender? What's the age of the person you're speaking to? All these small things come into your heart and then your mind and then then you deliver your audition. whether it's an Alexa skill or it's a commercial or an e-lesson, it's the same basic lessons of being an actor or an actress in voiceovers. You have to bring this character to life. You know, they want you to help them successfully share their information, to share their best ideas. The tenets that you know from all the other parts of voiceovers are definitely going to apply to Alexa skills and Google Actions and uh, all the smart speaker work that's coming our way right now.
2: Would you say that sounding too driven comes from the pacing, the tone, the breaths? What do you mean by that?
1: A little too driven that it was. you're really right on it. Like, I'm talking to you now. Pay attention to me. To me, mm. that's driven. That's really like how much voice you're using. This person had a very nice studio, had a nice recording, but these microphones are fantastic. And you can use a nice, small, very forward voice, very popular style right now. It's a very calm voice, Uh, not that like, listen to me and order some food right now. Again, it's how much voice you're using, how much you're projecting.
0: So this is about relationship, really, right? Like it's about having that level of engagement with your listener, but just thinking that you really need to be in tune with who you're talking to and you have to make them want to like... Like you, But there's also right. an element of presence in someone's mm-hmm. voice. And so you may or may not be the right sort of voice for this kind of work. Of course, they're all different sort of skills and different brands. But oftentimes, and just like in audiobook narration, there are genres. And your voice will fit into a certain genre better than it may in a different one. How might this play into this great world of voice first and AI and smart speakers, Jim?
1: It's going to go across all markets. There'll be pharmaceutical work. There'll be banking work. There'll be uh, publishing work there'll be food and entertainment work. No matter what your generic style is and who you are as a talent, there'll be a category for you. Every brand's gonna want their own personality. Even it'll go deeper. You go into uh, Best Buy as a superstore here in the United States, and Best Buy will have a generic voice, but then there'll be a voice for speakers. There'll be a voice for telephones. There'll be a voice for equipment. So as you drill down, there'll be more and more opportunities for talents because everybody's gonna want their individual touch. Because again, we're creating personal experiences with these devices. Brands are going to have to experiment and work on what's the right voice, what's our audience. And so they're going to be looking for announcers to take them on that trip.
0: I know in different languages, there will definitely be opportunity because they need to localize. They need to do that. But do you think that this will also affect accents? So regionalisms, like how granular do you think we can get with this? Or does it start to lose its sense of identity if you have too many voices representing the same brand through a device, a smart speaker?
1: Well, I think individual brands will make that choice. Some markets will really drill down and, okay, you're going to have to sound like you're from the Pacific Northwest. And then they say, well, you know, we're really opening up a new market in, uh, in Miami, so we want something that has more of a Cuban or Venezuelan accent. Again, no matter who you are and what you're doing in voiceover, there's going to be opportunities that are just going to roll out and roll out.
0: Yeah, I think that that's that's awesome feedback. Um, Anything else from you, Juliana, before we get to who the winner is? Ooh,
2: I'm just excited to hear what Jim's pick is.
1: Well, number one, it was great to listen to everybody. And, uh, you know, whenever people audition, it's important to remember that the clients do listen. They listen very carefully. They may listen quickly. They may decide very quickly. But they are listening to you. So... Sometimes in this industry, there's a feeling of like auditioning in the dark, but there is a very active part on like our end and when we talk to our clients and they give us interesting feedback on every read and the people that we send to them. And so slowly, slowly, we build the type of voices they're looking for. Who's the winner? Uh, I did really like the last voice, but I would go back maybe three or four. I'm not quite sure uh, who that person was, but the one that I said sort of struck a chord and really uh, caught my attention right away, I'd say that's the winner.
0: Can we cue that up so we can all remember who it is? Number five. Hey
1: there. It's good to hear from you again. Ready to order? Please choose one of the following meals. The chicken meal. The vegetarian meal. The gluten-free meal. Okay. Thanks for choosing the chicken meal. Please let me know which serving option you would like from the following list. Four servings, six servings, eight servings. Great, I've got you down for eight servings of the chicken meal.
0: Number five did a great job. Well, it's so wonderful to have a thought leader here with us today in this new emerging space of, of AI and voice first and CUI, VUI. Am I getting all that right, Jim?
1: You have it down perfect.
0: Perfect. All <laughs> right. So that said, no doubt there are going to be people saying this gym guy is awesome. I want to go to Lotus. What is it that you'd love to help people with and how can they get a hold of you?
1: I don't mind if you reach out to me. I know you're just trying to be successful. I come to work and run my business to be successful so it never bothers me when actors reach out to me. You can contact us at Lotus Productions. Lotus Productions is spelled with an A. It's L-O-T-A-S. More importantly, if you want to see what we're up to, you want to kind of get the vibe of Lotus Productions, you could follow us on Instagram, which is uh, Lotus Productions, and very much you'll see people working in our studio or people working in other studios around the world so you'll get a vibe on the type of people we hire who we hire and if you follow me on Twitter again on Lotus Productions on Twitter I tend to talk about where I see the industry going check us out on Instagram check us out on Twitter and uh, if you ever have a question and you think we can help you in any way just you know Send it to me. I'll get it. I'll get Eventually, I'll try to get back to you.
0: Anything that we've mentioned of any substance whatsoever, including Jim's contact details, how to get a hold of Lotus Productions, you'll find that in the show notes. And the script that you heard read, that will also be out on the blog. So there will be ways to find that via the show notes as well. For those of you who are like, where are the show notes? Voices.com slash podcasts, plural, slash mission audition. So you just go there, you can find the episode that you're looking for. Thank you so much for tuning in. We really hope that you enjoyed this. If you did, you know the hashtag, it's mission audition. Go out on Twitter, go on Facebook, go on Instagram, wherever you're going to go, just go and tell people about this because this is so much fun and it's really about community. We just love you guys. So thanks so much for listening. And Juliana, any last words? Yeah, we really hope that you take these lessons to heart and have a great
2: time playing around with them in your studio. And of course, if you need any help with your auditions or processes on the site, please reach out to us. We have our talent success specialists who'd love to sit down with you and give you a personalized walkthrough of your audio and your auditions.
0: Well that's all for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Stephanie Cicerelli. And I'm Juliana Lance. Happy auditioning guys.